0: I want to encourage my brothers and sisters, and particularly my brothers, who are so visibly attacked every day because of the feminist mob against God, the queens of heaven, the sirens, the mermaids against God that hate and demonize the patriarchy, the male authority that God put in place, not you. You are not misogynist, my brothers. It wasn't your idea. When they call you misogynist, they're calling God a misogynist. Unhappy, upset that Father gave you authority. And why is that? So unique and so odd and so strange. You know, a lot of people are mad because you are the supervisor, mad because you are the manager, even mad because you are the owner of the company. That you built it, that you started it, that you are the lead singer in the group. The quarterback on the team. The lieutenant. The sergeant. The general. The private and the corporal are a little upset about that, aren't they? When they don't understand their order, upset that they're not the lead horse. Upset that they don't get to start the race. Upset at order. And that's what this is all about. Upset at the order. The position. The title. Korah came to Moses upset that God appointed him. Upset that God put him in authority. Upset that you said it first. Isn't that the way that works? You see, that proves it's a test to show that they're haters of God. When you love the truth, when you love God, you're not upset because of anyone telling you the truth, sharing the truth, and you're definitely not upset that they have a higher position. Because any position that's higher helps your position that's lower come up. Come up! Upset that somebody seems to have a closer relationship with God. He told the assembly, don't approach the mountain. He told the Cohen. The levy only come to the base of the mountain. He told Aaron, only come up halfway. But he told Moses, no, you come all the way to the summit. Are you jealous of your brother? I grew up with that. A lot of jealousy in my family. Joseph's brothers were so jealous, they threw him in a pit. I remember as a child my brother's jealousy, how they molested me and abused me, attacked me, split my lip open once. I remember them both chasing me down an alley on Dollarfield Place and said, Let's get him. Knocked me over, split my lip. I remember. When I was sick from drinking lighting fluid at a picnic, taken to the hospital, having my stomach pumped, when I was barely five, six years old, two weeks in the hospital, doctors gave me teddy bears and all kinds of little treats having a little children, a children's hospital. They do that, you know. When I got home, my brother's jealousy. They said, let's get him and they burned my teddy bear on my sister's bed using her chemistry set. I remember jealousy. I know what it does. I had a man once say of his son, when his son went missing, and I went to find his son, told me that he was jealous of his son. Imagine that a father saying he's jealous of his son. Someone's jealous of you, Hate the fact that you know God. That's why they fight with you. That's why they argue with you, quarrel with you. They can't have what they want. And they want you. They want you dead. They want your house. They steal your tennis shoes in the ghetto because they're jealous that maybe your father is still with you and he helped you buy them. Jealous that the neighbor has a better car, maybe he has a better wife. Now, I'm not talking about the size of her breasts and her fake eyelashes, and her high-heeled shoes. Maybe she's just a good woman who's not looking for a career, but looking to steer her family, raise her children, love her husband, and mind her business. Jealous that you're happy. Most of you are jealous about the wrong thing. You're jealous about the woman that looks like a whore. You're jealous about the man because he drives a Maserati and has money, you're jealous of a wickedness and filthiness and title. They love to talk about their title, don't they? Dr. So-and-so, Dr. P.H. Master so-and-so. Oh, you're educated, dedicated, and will be eradicated exterminated for your pride in the wrong thing. You're proud about the wrong thing. Moshe was a meek man. Meek. Never beat his chest about how God used him. Never beat his chest about the fact that he was the only one face-to-face to God. He didn't have to stand on a pedestal to exalt himself. It is God that exalts, but you exalt yourself against God. That's why you're full of yourself. That's why when someone calls for help, you tell them you're going to pray for them. That's why you think you have power when you fire someone who's worked for you for 26 years. The one that worked for you for 26 years didn't molest people in the office. You did. Didn't steal and put money in tax shelters, hiding from the government. You did. Wickedness. But I want you to know, beloved, the enemy of God will be judged. They're not your enemy. They're God's enemy. They're not violating their Sabbath or your Sabbath. They're violating God's Sabbath. And be careful when you talk back to a man that was sent from God. They don't come for their own power and their own integrity. They were sent by God to speak. You touch them, you are touching him. Old judgment's coming. By the hand of God, you are a wicked people. Perverse people. He didn't tell you to make a sign of a cross on your chest. He didn't tell you to bow in front of a statue. You are not to cut stone. You're not to make graven images. You're not to bow down to Mary or Peter or Jesus. You're not to make false images of angels. You go to the average Christian bookstore. That's what they have, isn't it? Statues and angels, mystics, terror cards, psychics. It's all the same. It is no different. Rubbing your hand on some beads. On a stone. How you would worship what you make with your own hands. When you were created by the hand of God. You were supposed to worship the hand that made you. Not the things that your hand makes. And your mothers and fathers fight with you when you turn to God because they were wicked. Didn't tell their children what mattered. Your fathers have spent more time talking to you about a football game than the fight of good faith. They spend more time in a fantasy movie of Star Wars or Avatar. Or Harry Potter, and allow you to go down a path of demonic indoctrination. They spend more time teaching you to wave a US flag, or a Trump hat, or a Obama pen, or a political party than the Nisi banner of God of salvation and the crown of glory. You don't have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You don't wear the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit. You don't have your loins gourded. You have them exposed. And now they raise their daughters to be whores, to lure you, knowing your weakness. The real predator is a woman, not a man walk down the average street any day and you'll see who's preying on who, who's luring who, who's putting out candy in front of the child in the mail and you just can't help yourself because they tempt you in your beggar nature. Find out where your weakness is. And they use it against you. Holy women don't do that. But how many holy women do you know? How many holy women do you see? It's their right to walk around half naked. I have a right to lure. I have a right to use my sexual power. That's the siren. Nobody complains about it. And so much so that now you don't know what you are. because. The lie destroys the brain. That's the power of a lie. The truth will build the brain up. The truth you know will set you free. The lie you know will chain you, kill you, enslave you. We are destroyed by lies. Lies in history books. Lies from the pulpit. Lies in false narration of the scripture, not going back to the source. Lies from historians who blow off the nose of the Sphinxes in Egypt. Lies about your race. Lies about your superiority. Whoever controls the megaphone controls the truth. And what is the truth? It's the lie they tell you to believe. Whoever's printing the books control the curriculum. Who wrote that? Why? And you buy it. Because you're bombarded with it. Can't go to a football game or sporting event. Not that you should go to any of them. Without seeing banners of beer. Gamblers. Talking about the glories of gambling on the radio. The glories of gambling. Do they not know the horrors of it? All you could talk about is the glory of gambling and not the horror of it. What it does to the soul. But you've all agreed to sell yourselves for the coin, for money. Wickedness. But don't worry, beloved. Judgment's coming.